time for Conversations with the Mayor is brought to you by the Chamber for a Greater Chapel Hill Carborough, home to one of the most diverse, collaborative, and fastest-growing communities of business leaders in North Carolina. The Chamber is uniquely qualified to connect you with the people, resources, and opportunities that you need to succeed. Learn more about membership at carolinachamber.org. It is Thursday afternoon, so we are joined on the phone by Chapel Hill Mayor Pam Hemminger. Pam, how are you today? We're good, and I'm hoping people are enjoying this nice, early spring weather we're having. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, it's been very spring and and sometimes early summer-like even out there. I know. I do love Chapel Hill in the spring, though. All the new colors popping out, all the everything coming back to life. Chapel Hill is a very pretty place, especially in the spring. It is. This is the. I I got here about a month and a half from now last year. So this is my first like transition into spring in Chapel Hill, <laughs> well, uh, which is, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's great. But I, I was uh, discouraged to see all the pollen drop on my car already though. Oh. I thought we'd have oh. that in March instead of February, but it happened yeah, the last day of February. It'll be even more. Yeah, long, it's coming. <laughs> so uh, I wanted to get started. Talk. There's a lot going on around town, a lot to get to. So let's talk a little bit about the work session that the council had earlier this week. What were the highlights? Well, so it was all things finance, money, and future planning. We started off with we still had a bucket of ARPA funding to spend on parks and rec and greenways. Um, we were trying to do the best we can do with the time frame we're also in because it takes time. You have to have allocated the monies and have it, things under contract before December of 2024. We have a long list of parks and rec things that need to be fixed, helped, brought up to speed, and we know that the, the public has been asking for some new things. So we did give the thumbs up to move forward with um, upgrades for inclusive playground activities, for a teen center study, and perhaps the skate park renovation. We're waiting on information about the Cedar Falls tennis courts um, for some of that funding. And I don't know if people have been by to see the Cedar Falls new artificial turf has gone in. And we've done some other things earlier. We needed an HVAC replacement at our Homestead Aquatic Center. So we've got those on there. And then we moved into the fund balance overage. Um, we do have fund balance overage when we have lap salaries, when there's things that haven't happened during the year and we have some major needs that, that we want to um, help fund and again um, we didn't come to any final decisions we don't vote at work sessions but we discuss priorities and what's the best use of those one-time funds and then we started talking about all the needs we have coming forward and what it would take to meet those needs some sort of tax increase we don't have many lovers as a town in north carolina to pull when it comes to financing. We have our property tax, we have our sales tax, we have some intergovernmental transfers, the university helps pay for the trans and Carborough for the transit system, state and feds pay for some pots of money here and there and we charge some fees, but we don't have a lot of ability to pull other kinds of money. Um, and so we're talking about the desperate needs we have, our fleet, um, our vehicles are really old. We talked about the motor grinder is, um, 29 years old and then not working anymore. And that's the thing they use to redo gravel roads and to break up the ice in winter storms. Those kinds of things are police vehicles, our facilities maintenance. So we're taking a look at that. But this is the beginning of the budget season. So this is the first um, interaction with council on topics and ideas. And it will come forward to the public for many different public hearings as it evolves 
throughout the spring. So that's what we did last night for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> that's the voice of Chapel Hill Mayor Pam Hemminger. And I, there's been a lot of talk lately around town about like this sudden huge number of, of needs that are have kind of need to be fulfilled just to kind of keep the the baseline services that, that folks expect in the town. Um, how did we get to that point, I guess, is, is what a lot of people are wondering, where, where suddenly it was like, hey, there's a whole lot of money that needs to go in that we maybe hadn't been talking about before. So it started back with the 2008-2009 recession that we were in and putting a hold on purchasing new items um, until we could recover from those situations. And we back then, we didn't have as much sales tax revenue, and there weren't as many opportunities to spend on big ticket items like that. So those were budgets were cut. Then we had COVID come along, and we really scaled back on lots of things. But what's also happened is the economy and the job market in our region has just gone hyper, and it's very hard for us to be competitive in staff salaries and ranges. Um, most of our staff, as we've talked before, um, aren't able to live in Chapel Hill, so they commute, and then everybody's stealing each other's employees as far as local government, but also businesses. So it makes it really hard to stay competitive without raising um, salaries and benefits and all those kinds of things. And then we have inflation. And so we put off the big purchases in hopes that we would have different revenues as we've been trying to increase our commercial tax base, which adds to that um, sales tax revenues and commercial spaces usually are higher property values and they don't take as many services. So we've been looking at all that, but everyone's costs, as we all know, has gone up due to inflation and supply chain issues and all those kinds of things. Um, and we've just come to a point where some of these vehicles that we said, you know, the, the lifespan for this vehicle is 10 years, we've been pushing it to 12 or 13, and now we're there. And we have several service vehicles that aren't even functional at, at many points in time that we have to borrow from neighboring jurisdictions. And we can't, that's not sustainable. It's at the point now we're at the end of some of those things. And the same with facilities maintenance. When you are really struggling to um, deal with recessions and COVID-like scenarios, those are the kinds of things you delay if you can until you can figure out how to make it work. And so we're at that point. We're at that point where we need the revenues to come in to be able to do that. But again, and I caution counsel, you don't do everything at once this year either because then 10 years from now you'll be in the same spot. You have to, you have to strategically stagger it over a period of years. And I'm sure we'll continue talking about different nuances of this as we get deeper into budget season as well. I wanted to ask you quickly, some of the neighboring uh, municipalities have, have put out formal statements against some of the bills going through the General Assembly, that specifically the ones that have anti-LGBTQ yeah. provisions. Uh, I wonder if you could talk about what the, the town of Chapel Hill's position is on putting out statements or passing resolutions like that. We are trying to keep up with those as well. Everything's flying fast and furious. Um, as again, we're part of Metro Mayors. We hear about these things. Um, SB 49 is very controversial to us. It doesn't reflect our values. Um, we do, we have kind of moved away from doing lots of different statements um, that weren't relevant or that we had control over, but this one we will be doing a statement. We will get that put out there as well. Um, this, it doesn't reflect our values. And it's just been so, disappointing to watch the state legislature try to weigh into things that we really don't think are very productive for our society as a whole. And um, hopefully the governor will veto these things. 
um, but we also know that they have a veto override probability. So um, it's, it's really disheartening to watch all this happen. Our guest is Chapel Hill Mayor Pam Hemminger, and I understand that you were also on a national panel of mayors recently about climate action. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so that was very exciting. The U.S. Conference of Mayors holds a series of meetings, um, especially when we have things like the Inflation Reduction Act that's come out, and we had the federal government on with us and Mike Bloomberg talking about what the opportunities will be. Um, it was three larger cities, and we're a mid-sized city, and we were talking about the, the leadership that cities are playing in climate action and taking action and working together in trying, all of us are trying so hard to move as quickly as possible. And I like to tout that Chapel Hill is listed as one of the hot, top 122 cities in the world with a robust and transparent climate action plan. And we are making great progress. We have a we have a wonderful staff, we have buy-in from the community, and we are doing and great partnerships with UNC and Soul Start and all these different groups to help us really make a difference in climate change and climate action. Um, and so it was fun to tout the things that Chapel Hill is doing as compared to some of these really bigger cities that have a bigger budget line, that have you know whole teams working on things. Um, so it was a fascinating discussion and panel. Um, I'm hoping it was inspiring to some other groups. There are lots of different mayors across the country on this, talking about um, opportunities that are out there with the funding. For the first time ever, this Inflation Reduction Act gives the governments and nonprofits the ability to get tax credits to do these programs like Solar Rise, you know, your roof or those kinds of things. We weren't eligible for those grant monies before, and now we are. And we are doing our best to try to find those opportunities to bring some of those monies to help us continue with our climate action plan. So that was really exciting. Definitely exciting to hear that for sure. And I hope we hear more about that going forward. Um, speaking of going forward, there's uh, more more council action coming up next week, right? It's a busy time. Yes. yes. I do want to start off first that we are doing the groundbreaking at um, Place on Monday as they have four separate projects going on over there. I know people have been driving around looking at the fencing and trying to figure out what is going on between the new bank going in on the corner, an apartment building along Willow Drive, the dem demolition of where Southern Seasons used to be and a whole new infrastructure over there. And then um, there's also, um, I believe, a Chick-fil-A coming in to where the K&W restaurant used to be and some other things going on. So that's a very busy area. And next week on Wednesday, we will be talking again about our municipal services building or the police station as some people are calling it at the 828 site um, we as always we are following the science we are looking at our opportunities we are trying to figure out the best path forward but now that we've decided that there wouldn't be housing on this site um, we will um, be looking at what the cost structure would be for building the MSC there a smaller parking deck maybe a tabletop deck and mitigating that site. Um, staff need permission to move forward with cost estimates for doing that. So we'll have an in-depth discussion about what that would look like because our police station has fallen into some serious disrepair over the years. And um, we haven't talked about this for a while. We've been waiting on DEQ, Department of Environmental Quality, to verify the recent testing that was done. We did some more in-depth testing um, in the fall, and we haven't gotten those results back yet, but um, we don't have any reason for concern, but we do need to keep moving forward. We've been speaking with Chapel Hill Mayor Pam Hemminger. We've got about a minute left if there's anything else you wanted to mention before we wrap up. 
yeah, we have a big game coming up this weekend. That's right. People get excited. (laughs) And so we're hopeful that it will be a victory. Um, We're prepared. If there's a rush on Franklin Street, we know people love to celebrate. We do encourage people to celebrate safely. Um, Lots of things happening in the spring in Chapel Hill. Please always check the town website. Sign up for e-news. Sign up for the downtown partnership news of different events going on downtown. We have a lot of things going on. I got to see the junction, which is the what some people call the CVS Plaza building um, or the MCNB Plaza building, if you've been here as long as I have. <laughs> and it looks fabulous. The renovation is incredible. The views from inside and launch has moved in to the top floor. And man, it looks great up there. And we're very, very excited about all those opportunities downtown. Thank you so much for making the time this afternoon, Pam. And I look forward to talking again next week. Take care.